You're listening to the Get Inside Us podcast. My name is Hannah. And I'm Adam. We are live. We're live. We're live. We are live from the realm and the world that may or may not exist. Who knows? I mean, you and I have been talking about this and thinking about these kind of things for a while and we've we've touched on it when we've discussed other topics but we've never actually properly delved into things to do with our reality i'm nervous I mean, of what you found <laughs> i found a lot of things adam but i think the most important thing to first get into is a relevant kind of recent news right yes i can provide you with that intel Thank you. Please do, Adam. <laughs> so, as of this year, 2020, if you listen to this in the future, <laughs> a lot Tenure. of articles sprung up about we may have spotted a parallel universe going backwards in time. <laughs> there are some strange particles observed by an experiment in Antarctica that could be evidence of an alternate reality where everything is upside down. <laughs> I just, my thing is, do they know it's upside down and not just mirrored, you know? Oh, maybe we're upside down. Because the particles were going, found going up, right? Instead of from the atmosphere down to Earth. So it was really weird. And didn't they, like, go through every possible explanation of what it could have been? And the only one left was that there's a parallel universe that was created at the exact same time ours was. It's running alongside us. Well... (laughs) <laughs> Hold the line, caller. <laughs> so, I have found the truth. Oh. My source is currently unknown because I wrote this down and <laughs> forgot to note the source. Because I am a scientist. <laughs> so, you're going to have to take my word for this. Recently, there was a new paper published by the journal and. Annals of Glaciology. <laughs> I don't know. Annals is like A double N A L S. So take of that what you will. So they think, and by think, no, I think, that the pulses were actually reflections of strange ice formations. So okay. it was from like compacted snow and possibly underground lakes that caused unexpected radio pulses to be misinterpreted. Okay. So from all of that information that I've thrown at you, I can determine that it probably wasn't a parallel universe there. Okay. It was just some strange signals that then articles really liked to play up. So strange signals from the ice. Yes. And underground lakes. Okay. In the ice. However, that doesn't completely discount parallel universes. No, and like, I mean... It still seems kind of weird to me. Like, <laughs> how do you know there's not like an alien spaceship underneath that ice? Exactly. It's like, I mean, I think they just want you to be like, yeah, whatever. Of course, it's just the ice. Oh, <laughs> it's not a parallel universe. God, calm down. You know, like, it's one of those. I just, yeah. There's been way too much like speculation and talk and stuff like that and discussion around the idea of parallel universes to begin with. So, the fact that it's like, yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, just oh, fine. So, but 
would you like to hear the the types of parallel universes to get us started? <laughs> yes. yes, please. There is infinite universes. Yeah, love it. Because we don't know the shape. Oh, this I can source this information. <laughs> this is from space.com. Yeah, official. Official. Legit. Like, if who... I mean, space.com is obviously completely true. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah, love it. That would be my favorite website. <laughs> Not that it is. Don't Other websites say can be... Other websites are available. Are available. Unless they space.com wants to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> so there is infinite universes, because um, we don't know the shape of space-time. The theory is that it is flat and goes on forever. Yeah. And particles can only be put together in so many ways. There's only so many combinations. So eventually, if it goes on forever, it will start repeating. Yeah. And eventually yeah. there'll become a formation that is like us. I'm assuming that's what that means. Just an infinite stretch of possibilities. So Yeah. Yeah. A bit like when we talked about we... aliens. Yeah. Like, there's so much out there that the chances of it happening again. Yeah. There is Bubble Universe. When the Big Bang happened, it, like, inflated and then it came back down. Some areas stopped inflating. Okay. But then others will keep getting larger. Okay. So the expansion is continuing. In their own little bubbles, they're getting bigger and bigger, and then eventually some can collide and stuff. Mm. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and there is a theory that I read or watched, I think I watched this theory that some bubble universes might have already collided <laughs> so we have already collided with another universe but there's no evidence that they haven't found anything of that yet it's just it's possible it's possible, so... daughter universe oh, okay. which is like the classic every outcome from your decision makes a new range of universes yeah that's great I, I don't know how like minute it gets like if I put my cup down on the left or on the right would that cause two different universes how specific does it get I don't know this is very turn left you yes know? yeah but like I yeah I can kind of see that though every tiny decision can impact how things happen and what happens when all these little decisions that you make that seem mundane or whatever can have massive ripple effects on your life and possibly the rest of the world or anything else around you so i don't like yeah. to think about it too much it really frightens yeah, me don't, yeah <laughs> don't let it hurt your brain like that oh my god um there is mathematical universe mm. now this is the one that i cannot explain because i don't yeah. understand i've read this paragraph and i can't i can't understand it i I just, when you said mathematics, I'm like, I'm out. Um, <laughs> right? Go. As soon as I bring in an equation, I'm like, this is as far as I can go. So I can't one make reason it. why I didn't become an astrophysicist. I, I love this stuff. I just, uh, maths was not my, mm-hmm. and, well, I'm saying was, is not my strong point. So as much as I love it, I, no, <laughs> I can't figure it out. So, um, let me see. Is it just like mathematically it adds up that the universe is like this? Another possible avenue is exploring mathematical universes, which simply put, explain that the structure of mathematics may change depending on which universe you reside. Okay, I've just read that and now understood it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Clearly, I was drunk when I was reading this. <laughs> Wasted. <laughs> so basically, like, there could be a universe. Or the universe is based on mathematics. And if something changes in those equations, then everything changes. Is that uh, what it means? Is that wait, what I've got I... from this? <laughs> I just, I thought, okay, I don't know. You said it, and then it's gone. And I, right. I the more I was speaking, then the more it got away from me. I thought, I don't actually know what I'm saying anymore. Like what you said doesn't sound right, but also maybe right. I don't know anymore. And uh, but yeah, moving I, on from that, the final yeah, one is um, parallel universes. Hmm. Um. The number of possible particle configurations in multiple universes would be limited to 1,010,122 different possibilities. So not that many. Meaning that there are infinitely many parallel universe cosmic patches that are exactly the same as ours. Mm. Essentially containing someone that would be exactly like us. What would the other universe Adam be like? Do you think he also gets chased by the hag at night? <laughs> Maybe he gets chased by like Maybe he gets chased by George. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. you get chased by the hag. Great. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's the slight difference <laughs> in the different universes. I, I don't know. That's wonderful. So that's the last one that you've researched? The yes, last possible? They are the, they are the top five. I mean, what do you think about it? Do you think there's a parallel universe? <sighs> a possibility? I... I struggle to believe the type of parallel universes that we see in, like, Doctor Who and stuff. But I can can get behind the idea of, like, Bubble Universe. Yeah. Well, like, the Big Bang created all these different universes and they're all spread out from each other and there's, I don't know, what's between, like, a black void, I don't know, white void, void. just nothing. There's nothing there. The void. Empty. Seriously. (laughs) It's empty. It's not there. (laughs) Seriously. Like, I'm freaking serious it's one of those like it is just emptiness yeah and it's i can't the darkness <laughs> like i just i think about this a lot the big bang <laughs> happened right but what was there before nothing i <laughs> absolutely fuck all adam like absolutely fuck all i know i know, <laughs> I, know I know so there was nothing like... and then suddenly some atoms appeared into nothing yeah. and mm-hmm. something happened well that's where people insert god right you yeah. know what i mean and, and i completely purpose. get why because they need to find something to explain that it makes me think of like men in black right hmm. so what if all of this feels normal sized and then really big to us like our earth it is what it is right the world we fit into the world around us sort of thing but in the grand scheme of things what if we're tiny what if we are just a marble you know our whole universe is inside a marble the Big Bang is actually, you know, someone, you know, rubbing some sticks together and <laughs> starting a fire. And then it sparks that. But in our reality, we just view it as everything and the beginning of everything. But really, it's not. And what if we're just like a raindrop on a leaf, you know? <sighs> what if the Big Bang was like the beginning and starting up of a program? Or a program being developed like and when, that's um, starting, that's sparking through. CRT TVs like had the flash thing at the beginning. Yeah. But again, seems big to us, relative to us. But who knows, according to something else, maybe it's not so big. 
we only can really perceive things relative to what we know and what we're familiar with in the world around us. So it's hard to really understand that, you know, which also leads me into like, have you ever heard of simulation theory? I have heard of it. And this is where it's like, I've heard of that. And I was, I brushed it off. I was like, whatever, you know? Yeah. We live in a simulation. Okay. You know, like, I never took it seriously because I thought obviously it was not something taken seriously or considered by scientists or anything else. It's just something people say to be a bit, you know, you know, ridiculous and throwing stuff around. I'm like, okay. But I mean, it's really cool when you look into it because it's like science intersecting with philosophy, like the idea that we're not even here and this doesn't even exist. I mean, that's kind of, <laughs> we feel like we do. But what if that is just simulated reality? Every time you say simulation, I'm just sort of touching things around me, being like, it feels real. Yeah, but it's meant it's to what feel they want real, right? To think. Right, it was meant to feel real. And it's meant, it's made to feel like that, right? Like, I think this probably got, like, gained a lot of traction when Elon Musk made that comment that, what's it, like, what? there's one in a billion chance that we aren't a simulation. <laughs> So the chance that this is reality is one in a billion. It is more than likely that this is not real. I mean, but even like Stephen Hawking said that artificial intelligence could reach the point of simulation. And, and this is what the big discussion is around, right? Like different kind of technology and programs and like, you know, different things that could be developed. I mean, we look at games that we have now, right? So even down to like from like the Sims to then like proper games that people play and they run around in these worlds that they create and you look at the graphics and you know what I mean, how well things are done and how well things are simulated and how they look and you think, wow, okay, if that's where we are now, <laughs> where are we going to be in the future? Look at that like, wow, can we actually get to a point where we can, you know, develop a game or a world or some sort of technology that simulates life so well that it is indistinguishable. Could you imagine <laughs> if like this whole universe was essentially like an ant farm for someone? Yeah. And they're watching like cavemen. Yeah. And then they keep watching and they keep they watch this weird turn where everyone some sort of comes a bit aware. <laughs> <laughs> like for millions and millions of years no one cares and then suddenly the last hundred or so it gets a bit mental and everyone thinks maybe this isn't real that's the part and they start looking out of the ant farm being like oh I see it well, I see you that's where that's where the simulation well the sim we become so aware they're like wow what if we are in a simulation and then we get to the point where we can create a simulation so the simulation then creates a simulation within a simulation. So we are the simulation, right? And we are like, wow, what if this is, what if we can get there and create that? And we evolve and develop to the point where we can create a simulation. So within our simulation, we create one. And then that simulation evolves and develops and gets to a point where it can create a simulation within another simulation and so on and so forth. And there's just layers. And so, what is the probability that we are the original world that 
evolved and moved to create the simulation. Are we like or the tenth are... one down the line? Exactly. And this is exactly, <laughs> funnily enough, I love that you mentioned that because this is what Neil deGrasse Tyson talked about in Star Talk. I listened to some stuff that Brian Cox was discussing um, around this, and then, it, which he kind of explained it and spoke about it differently. Um, I mean, it's all essentially ends up in the same place, but Neil deGrasse Tyson broke it down like that. So wherever you are right now, Adam, there's no guarantee that outside of that room, it's currently existing until you walk into it. And then it kind of appears and shows up. If you dig, like the developers like, okay, add more earth, add more earth, add more earth. <laughs> until you're digging. And like, they also spoke about, you know, why we can't travel faster than the speed of light. And we can't get there before a programmer can make another galaxy. So they put a limit on it. And the limiter was put in by the programmer to have us not be able to travel faster than the speed of light so they can keep up. Do you see what I mean when I, like, do you, are you following the yeah, simulation right now? I do you am get... following. So there's a guy that Neil deGrasse Tyson mentioned named Rich Gott, who is his colleague when he was at Princeton. Um, he's heavily quoted in the Doomsday Calculation. So what oh, do all the, these universes the have? Yeah. Yeah, mm. that whole thing. Mm. So like, what do all these universes have in common? They have the power to simulate themselves exactly. So, you know, we go from the 99 bazillion to one that you're in a simulation. You like, We are, you can spiral down that and just think, fuck it. Yeah, this is a simulation. <laughs> like the chances that we're the real one. That's ridiculous. Oh my God, we are definitely in a simulation. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if we look at entertainment nowadays, you know, is it more like a historical exercise for people to be like, oh, I want to reminisce and go and see what it's like in the past. So let's simulate a world and we can go through it and play through all these different time periods. Watch humanity evolve like this. Like when we make films, you know, we it's more fun to kind of go into the future and to kind of look into what we could do and what is possible we do make films with some historical kind of references you know what i mean and different things that we've been through and gone through but it's quite fun and quite entertaining to kind of go ooh, but you know are we gonna have spaceships you know what i mean <laughs> what can we do so if you have people that have the power to simulate a reality are they going to explore things that are unknown or maybe do you know develop things they can oh wow what if we did this and kind of have fun and play around in more futuristic realities or are they going to be reminiscing and going through all the history of humanity <laughs> Adam Adam <laughs> what's wrong what if we're in a simulation yeah <laughs> Adam What's wrong? Are you okay? Are you tired? What's going on? It's just weird when, like, actual people talk about this. Right? <laughs> like, if, if Brian fear. Cox is talking about this, and I'm I'm willing to believe him. Right? <laughs> this, is, this is the difficult part. Like, as soon as I saw Brian Cox and Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about it, I'm like, this is, this is it. Because usually, <laughs> this is it. if it's not true, they won't even entertain the idea. Right? Like, he was asked about ghosts, and he's like, please, no. <laughs> like, that's, that's not. It's <laughs> like, like, not even going to theorize. It's just not. not really? He didn't. He was just like, no, and he kind of laughed it off. <laughs> like, it's just, I'm sure if you asked him, he could break down different things. I, I know Neil deGrasse Tyson is also 
really gone into how zombies wouldn't even be possible. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, restores some, like, hope, I guess. Right. But then simulation theory actually gets them. Again, it goes back to the whole how philosophy, you know what I mean, meets science in that kind of way of, well, if it is possible, then it could be possible, then we can't discount it. You know what I mean? Immediately, we have to really discuss it and think about it, you know? Brian Cox does a podcast, and they had a guest um, when they were discussing this named Professor Nick Brostrom from Oxford University. At the time, he was running the Future of Humanity Institute. I don't know if he still does, but he explained it as the simulation hypothesis being, we are living inside a computer run by an advanced civilization. That's the hypothesis, right? That's what, that's, you know what the basic statement and summary of what it is. And so he broke it down to three possibilities. So the first possibility is human species goes extinct before reaching post-human stage. So we go extinct before we ever reach the possibility of making a simulation, you know? Mm. The second one is post-human civilization is extremely unlikely to run simulations of their history. So, like, how likely it's, like what I was saying before, like, how likely is it that we are going to be reminiscing and going back, you know what I mean, through our history and running these kind of simulations of our world right now? And number three is we are living in a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> and he said that more than likely it's number three. More than likely. <laughs> Personally, he believes um, it's probably number three. Fit. so <laughs> but at least one of those is true you know what i mean <laughs> oh, because if we're not in a simulation then it's because the human species has gone extinct or post-human civilization just doesn't want to reminisce about history and make a simulation about that it's not so it's going to so be how does that mean three. we're going extinct because if we go extinct before we reach the point where we can develop this technology then that's it that's the end and we're not in a simulation because we went extinct before we can evolve to that stage sure i mean you look at like climate change and stuff like that if all that stuff happens before we reach a stage where we can you know develop that kind of technology then no we're not going to be in a simulation or post-human civilization just doesn't want to look back at this time of history and they're not running this kind of simulation or we're in one. So <laughs> it's one of the three. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if it's getting closer and closer to the end of our simulation and then mm. we just have to start the game over and it's just a game and it's just people trying to run a simulation of humanity trying to make us survive past it and they're making all the wrong choices. <laughs> Can it end yeah. soon, please? <laughs> please no <laughs> please save us please help us make better decisions I feel like it will end depending on who wins the, the next US election US isn't necessarily making the decisions for the planet as far as like what we do to try to slow things down I mean we have a, we have a big impact but I'm sure the rest of the world could also do things oh, you know definitely. what I mean to try to you know I'm like, like I know this, is, this of... is going a bit off topic but like Japan. My brother is currently living over there. 
They will give him a plastic carrier bag at the shop, whether he asks or not. For it's like if he's buying a bottle of coke, they'll put it in a plastic bag. <laughs> so much plastic. Do you know how many convenience stores they have? <laughs> they just for every item. Every item. It is. Plastic bag. Okay. Because <laughs> like as much as you can be like, okay, cool, Britain is doing this thing, you know, plastic bags getting rid of plastic straws, cool. But what about the rest of the world? What about other countries? And then same for like Japan might be doing something great, but we haven't even started on that. Yeah. And then like so Cambodia that... might be doing great on something else that the rest of the world hasn't done. <laughs> that's what I mean. But see, this is the all the other thing as well. Like if we all make as many small changes and choices as we can, it will have an impact. Mm. So even if we're doing different things, so say Japan is using a ton of plastic bags, um, <laughs> but maybe they're doing something else. You know what I mean? That we're not doing, we're not aware of, and we haven't started, you know? So maybe they're having an impact in a different way, you know? And I think as long as we all try in whatever <laughs> way we can, to make some sort of change, it might slow this down, and eventually, yeah. maybe we can all have a discussion and be like, maybe we should do all of these things across the <laughs> entire world. And also, maybe the discussion of maybe the individual should be doing these things, but also the big companies who yeah. are just throwing oil in the ocean should probably also <laughs> do something. I mean, <laughs> I feel like there's so much we all need to do, and they. Mm. I just don't know if you cannot, like, you cannot have people wear a mask for oh, God. to save someone else. How can you convince people to give a shit about the planet? Yeah. And so all we could do is just do our best. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, go vegan, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know. Which is something that's getting better, which is good. Yeah. There are more options. You know what I mean? That's... Yeah, which way supermarket? More I think if Asda is launching like a full vegan aisle. See, that's great. That's fantastic. And I, you looked, know, I again, looked at the comments like five years ago. No, oh god, I why? At... Why? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why would you go to the comments? Wait, I looked at the comments, and there were no hate comments. No way. I couldn't. No I mean, way. they, they might have all been blocked yet. and they might have all been deleted, but that's good enough for me. I didn't have to look at them. <laughs> if <laughs> many people been like, thank God. <laughs> I mean, you could put up the nicest thing and yeah. the internet will just find even me the most rotten people. Like that. Oh my, I will never forget that video of Piers Morgan spitting out a vegan sausage roll on air. It's like, it doesn't taste bad. It tastes maybe a bit different, but it's not going to make you throw up. You're 50 years old, <laughs> Piers. I mean, sure. It might be disgusting, right? It might not. I mean, I personally, I, I think it's great. But, you know, he's well within his right to think it's gross. But I just, it was so immature and childlike. It was so it was theatrical. Done. I mean, yeah, it was unnecessarily dramatic, you know? And it's just... Was he trying to prove a point? Like, what was... Why was well, he yeah, so upset? he'd always been... It was the classic... Why do vegans need this thing? Snowflakes. Blah, 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 blah. 
Like the thing is, vegan sausage rolls aren't replacing your regular sausage rolls. You can have your regular regular sausage roll and not buy the vegan one. Chill. I mean, I personally don't notice the difference, and I wonder if anyone else would actually notice. Honestly, the if they were like switched, I don't think anyone knows. We have a new recipe. <laughs> Be like, okay. <laughs> I have seen too many videos of people doing like blind taste tests. Yeah. Of not knowing which is vegan or not, and they will pick the vegan one as being meat. <laughs> I've seen it so many times. It's one of those like, have, did you guys ever do the? Oh God, can I even mention these brands? Two large, popular <laughs> brands, and they did the whole. Oh, can you taste the difference? You know what I mean? Like between those, does it rhyme it. with <laughs> poke and poke. hexy? Possibly, Adam. I cannot confirm, but you may or may not be on the right track. <laughs> um, there was an ad campaign way back when where uh, one of the companies... I, I can't actually... No way, I do remember which one. So I think one it was of Hexy. Them, yeah. Do you remember this? Where it's yeah. Like, it's the difference. Because I remember, because the adverts, they couldn't reference Poke. So they had to have just like a, a plain red can. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going into like a shopping center one summer. <laughs> it was when I was in Florida uh, when I was younger. We were on holiday and they had one of those stands set up and I'm like, oh my God, I could do this. And I mean, honestly, I couldn't tell the difference. Mm, yeah. I'd like, but it's a really, generic like, cola flavor. Just. I, I mean, I always thought I could. And like, you know, if you ask me now, I'm like, yeah, of course I could tell. Yeah, but back then, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. And they're like, so which one do you think is ours? And I'm like, and I chose the red one. And it was very, they were very, like, weird. And they're like, okay, well, uh." (laughs) I'm like, okay, bye. (laughs) I um, watched a documentary once about Aldi. That'll Mm. that'll tell you what kind of person I am. Was, you know, we all we all love documentaries about Aldi or any other supermarket. Really, <laughs> sometimes you just re- need a really shit Channel Five documentary. You know, Adam, you just shit talked Aldi and Channel Five in one hey, thought. <laughs> I am a big fan of Aldi. It's my favorite supermarket, <laughs> top tier. <laughs> so and Channel so Five are. have great content. Some of it is a bit <laughs> shoddily produced, but that's all I need. <laughs> you're actually a big fan and you will support them yeah sometimes you just want to switch your brain off watch an hour documentary about the beginnings of aldi (laughs) okay so tell me the history of aldi (laughs) there were there were two brothers there were two aldis there was competition for a bit but then we're here we're in current day (laughs) (laughs) they did there was bit with these middle class people trying to be like shit talking aldi presenter or whatever cook them a meal and they had to guess which thing in it was the Aldi product. Oh my god. So they made this big fancy meal, like stuff you couldn't they couldn't dream that existed in Aldi. And they <laughs> picked out something like this is from Aldi, I can taste it. And she revealed everything was from Aldi. <laughs> Including the sea bath. No, like, I can't believe Aldi sells sea bath. And I was like, Oh my god, you're so rich. <laughs> It's like Aldi, like just because it's from Aldi, doesn't mean it's gonna be shit. Mm. Why did I get onto this topic? There was a link. 
My point is, so like, whoever was running your sim- simulation just decided to have you talk about Aldi. So. They typed some wrong code, and I'm on a different plane somewhere else. <laughs> now you're just like, look, Aldi's amazing, and I don't understand why. I'm like, are we talking about science? <laughs> but, but like, if you buy a fish from Aldi, it's also come from the sea. Like, the butcher's fish will be the same fish. It's just in a different shop. But so are you chill saying out. that all fish come from the sea? I mean... Adam, some come from lakes. We can get one at... Our, our, <laughs> I mean, at the pond, you know? like. Fine. Fish from watered bodies. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Is your body watered? <laughs> Mine certainly isn't. So That's where was pond. I with Aldi? Um, they do really good vegan products in Aldi. <laughs> I mean, apparently, I mean, there is different grade of, like, fish and stuff like that, meat that you can get. I mean, that's, at least that's how it's marketed to us. Like. <laughs> that's what they want us to think. Yeah, it's all That's the what same. the simulation wants us to think. Yeah, that's all, that's all different, but really, it's just all the same fish that's just thrown in, whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Adam, do you think we're in a simulation? I'm leaning towards no. However, there is a part of me that's like, maybe. Yeah, what makes you think no? I think everything feels too real, but then that's the point of the simulation. Right, because we're able to recreate those neurosynaptic. Yeah, Yeah. so I just, I just, I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, because you can get into like artificial intelligence and stuff like that. It can be so well-developed and you know what i mean you think about like we're talking about an advanced yeah civilization like way far in the future but again look at how far we've come just in these recent years with technology it's gotcha. easily easy to understand that we could reach that point well think about how much ai like just phones have yeah and p- I mean, people always think ai as in like robots walking yeah. around in civil- like society but so ai is running the country and the world yeah. Doing basic tasks, sorting out stuff. <laughs> I can't yeah. give you examples, but AI is doing it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, AI can simulate other things, so why not reach a point where it can simulate our reality? Mm. I mean, the whole thing is we can't really disprove it, can we? And another question that was posed was does it really matter? <laughs> if we are just a simulation and none of this is real and we're inside some computer program and we're just running like everything else does it really impact our lives if we know that or not you know and do you You want to live your life knowing like do you want to live your life trying to find something that you can't find and then you just wasted your life for something that you there was will a never point. know. But then, yeah. how does anyone find out anything? <laughs> if everyone's just like, <laughs> I'm not going to think about it, I can't be bothered, we'd still be like living in caves, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, there was another thing that they discussed was like, running alternate timelines. So mm. like, so we reached the point where we can do simulations. So you add AI to simulations to see how it impacts the world. Okay, so we have artificial intelligence and stuff like that. So they're like, 
let's add in this kind of artificial intelligence and these different things and these different factors to see how the world is impacted and how we evolve and what happens. That's what I'm talking about. Like when I was like, well, if we get to the point where everything just goes sour as far as the doomsday clock and stuff like that, maybe this is just one of the alternate timelines that they're running in a simulation to see what would happen if we did different things. And maybe this is humanity in the future trying to save us, trying to be like, what if we had done something different? What can we do? How many times do you think they've run the simulation and we get to the same point? I know. That's... And it implodes. Right. What if this is the point we just get to the where... same result? Yeah. Nothing, nothing we can do will actually change that because humanity is humanity and we just all reach the same end. Every no timeline, humanity is toxic. Yeah. But you have to also hold out hope that one of the timelines will work out. Right? I mean, when you think about simulation, right? And glitches and things like that, it could also tie into what we discussed on our ghost episode. And there's a glitch in something. Mm. So we see something older from the past. And it's like, whoa, that's not supposed to be there. Why did that? Why am I seeing this? Why am I? Okay, that's a bit weird. So that could be a glitch in the simulation and stuff like that, rather than a ghost. I, I just... <sighs> <laughs> it's like... Is there anything else that makes you think that we're not in a simulation that convinces you? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It seems so sci-fi. Yeah. But then that doesn't mean it can't be true. It's just we're, we're it's also more than recording this. Exactly. We're also recording this over the internet. Yeah. Like, what distance. is this? <laughs> I mean, really. Like, I have a phone that I can call anyone anywhere on the planet at the touch of a button on a touch screen. But I mean, this was, it would have blown my mind, you know. When I was younger, are you kidding? I mean, I remember dial-up. <laughs> like, oh my god, same. Not being able to use. Yeah, I remember not being able to use the internet if someone was on the phone. <laughs> like <laughs> now, it's just like whatever. I I've told you this story before. How when I went to Disney World when I was younger, I remember going on the like big Spaceship Earth ride at Epcot. It's in that big golf ball-looking mm. thing, and you go around, and there was a whole travel through like. You go through our evolution and as far as like communication and how we communicate with each other like as far as like back in the cave people times all the way to now and then the future and it was really cool like there was a point where it turns you around and you're looking at earth and it's amazing there's music and <laughs> oh my god this is amazing and it's air conditioned and you're not getting bit by mosquitoes for a minute you know what I mean? <laughs> wonderful. and so i'm enjoying this ride and i'm going around and then it goes into the possibility of what we could do in the future oh. and had all the different like little lights going across and zoom in you know what i mean you're going through a tunnel and then it opened up and it had like the little setup of like a city with at night with all the little lights and the cars driving across a bridge but it was just little dashes of light it was so cool like i loved that and that's what i always talk about with you whenever i look at like the, you know what I mean? The streets and the bridges and stuff like that of Cardiff Bay at a distance. I'm like, that makes me think of <laughs> like the ride <laughs> at Disney World. But it moved along and then it showed, you know, this kid in one country and this other kid in another country. And they were on 
laptop looking devices, but doing video calls and being like, oh yeah, I did this, you know, today. And oh yeah, I did them, blah, blah, blah. And having full conversations and then someone in the hospital talking to someone on a video call device and all these different things. And I'm like, God, oh my God. And we just left. And I remember like asking my parents, I'm like, do you think we'll ever get there one day? And I go, yeah, sure. I mean, technology's gone. I'm sure one day I'm like, do you think it'll be in the future? Like soon? Do you think it'll be in my lifetime? Legitimately. I could not process the idea of it being (laughs) in my lifetime. A few years later, I had an iPhone. Yeah. You know, it's, is that right still there? Is it has they updated it or I hope it's the same. Oh see that's the thing. Like I I've, I've always wanted to go back and go on the ride and see what it's like. I wanna see what they project in the future. Do you know about the House of the Future at Saint Fagans? No. <laughs> no. So Saint Fagans is a museum about Welsh life. They take like old buildings from around Wales, they deconstruct yeah. them and reconstruct them in Saint Fagans. Oh. So they're pretty much the original, but just like reassembled. But all the same parts. Okay. So they've made like a little village, and there was one part called the House of the Future. Completed <laughs> in 2000. It was all about like green energy, and you'd go in, and even in like the early 2000s, this house was already outdated. Oh, God. <laughs> it had solar panels on the wall, and it was like, look, electrical sockets. <laughs> It was and like it was really sparse and really weird in there, and everything was like wood, and <laughs> trying to be like chic. <laughs> and honestly, I wish it was still there, because yeah. then it'd become like a house of the future in the past. What well, they Year- just got rid of it? Well, years after I found out it closed, and I went with my friend to Fit Wagons. Yeah. And it become the gift shop. No way. Which no way. I feel is quite poetic. That <laughs> <laughs> was the future. It's just to sell sell you things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just all like tat that wasn't even museum related. It was like, oh, here's a kazoo. <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> kazoo of the future. <laughs> <laughs> future kazoo. It's got a solar panel on it. I mean, if all those kind of things, if we can look back at those, you know, things that we've experienced, whether it's at St. Fagans or, you know, a different kind of amusement park ride and different things that speak about the future, then certainly, you know what I mean? What would we make in that type of ride in the year 2020? The one thing I do want is one of those things that looks like a microwave, but you just type in what you want and the food comes out. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. That's That's all I want. That's all I want from the future. (laughs) And world peace. (laughs) But mainly the food microwave that you don't have to cook. I want teleportation really bad. Yes. Think of how safe it would be in the COVID times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just travel without having to make contact with other people or be on a public transportation thing. Like, But you make it widespread and accessible to everyone, you know, which obviously wouldn't. No. Be reality right away, but you know the dream, <laughs> the dream. You know what I mean. Everyone's able to, you know. Because like everyone always talks about flying cars, I don't trust the general public with things that are flying. Yeah, no. So <laughs> it's I'd like, how not. do you regulate that? I think teleportation would be much more cool, but I think 
if there was any glitch or error, it'd be horrific. <laughs> like, well, like half of you gets put somewhere and half of you gets put somewhere else. Yeah, your particles actually spread. I was going to say, like, how is that even possible for us to do? But I'm like, of course it's possible for us to teleport in the future. It must be scientifically. But, like, how safe is it, yeah. I think, is another good question. You know what I mean? I can like, almost guarantee they'll find a way. But whether yeah, but we will safely? reassemble in the right way... Yeah, they'll get they'll get your shit to the other side, but you may just be a puddle of goo. Or you might just like... not be anything. Right. Your particles right. might just go somewhere else. Well, they'll go to the right place, but they won't re-stick. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a scientist. Don't, they might don't they might not be ordered in the correct way. Yeah. They might be reordered a bit differently. So every time you teleport to go to the office or go down to get a cup of coffee, you might just not assemble the way you originally were how lazy would we get we would get so lazy you know that you know that dude i know i know i need to take the bins out so i'm just gonna teleport down to the bin and throw it in and teleport back to my chair like i just like, like i you know people would dude yeah that's because even i know myself i would want to be like i'm gonna be i'm not gonna use teleport today i'm gonna be physically active I know I would not do that. I would be, I'd be halfway through a walk and be like, oh, I'm bored now. Teleport back into bed. I mean, I think that is something that we can create in the future. I mean, how mm. far in the future? I don't know. Five but years. I think that's, <laughs> but I think that's definitely possible. Whether or not, again, we'll make it to that point, I don't know. So it's either we are in the simulation or we're the originals and we're trying to get there and we, we're just not going to make it. Because of climate change, <laughs> you know. So, but sometimes I think we're in a sim- you know we're in a simulation just because like what we were talking about the other day about like glitches and things that you're doing. Yeah, that you usually know how to do very well, but then some somehow you go like off and you do something <laughs> else. You do it wrong. Like when I'm I like, threw my socks in the bin. Yeah, like it's, are you just a sim? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just did it wrong? You know, <laughs> like just at a moment of like oh. The computer messed up a little bit. You know, let me try that again. I still don't know. I'm still... <laughs> There's so much to take in with it. There's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. Um, but I mean, I guess, to those listening, to those still listening <laughs> to this, uh, do you think we live in a simulation? You can DM us on our Instagram. Both our Instagram handle and our Twitter handles are Get Inside Us. Or you can email us. Adam, what is that email? Get Inside Us Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, what will happen if you send a message that I do not approve of? She will block you. Immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Until then, stay safe. Take care of each other. Don't be an asshole. And uh, wear your mask. Yeah, and enjoy the simulations.